0: If you love the blue and white like we do, and you like to stay up to date on what's going on around Ripley High School athletics, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and turn on your notifications. All sports are winding down at ripley high school but for this viking football team they are trying to build momentum toward the class AAA a state playoffs so this week will be another heavy football episode we will look back at the viking football win friday night over shady spring i had a chance to catch up with some of the stars of that game first i chatted with newly crowned mr viking isaac parsons then summer hartley tells us how it felt to get her first action in a viking uniform and finally, we we'll hear from the human
1: highlight reel, Blake Cummings. Rube, what did you have this week? I had a chance to talk with the head coach of the Berkeley Springs Indians. I had a conversation with Viking Football Hall of Famer Ronnie Steele. The cross-country teams will be headed to Cabell Midland on Saturday for the state meet. I talked with freshman Max Meadows. And we'll talk with the seniors, the 17 seniors in the pride of Jackson County. Friday
0: night, the Vikings took down Shady Springs Tigers, 35 to 14, notching their second win of the week, improving to five and two on the season. The Vikings took the opening possession of the ball game, 60 yards on 11 plays, while chewing up five minutes and three seconds off the first quarter clock when Caden Hall went to work.
2: It's a great way to start this ball game. The Hall gets it right up the middle. He's going to walk into the end zone. Bouncing off the of Tigers, the Vikings on the board six to nothing. And there he was again, very quick. They looked like uh, the linebackers were keying Joey Ramsey down there. He flies out of there, and when he does, they do too. Opens up the middle of the field, and Caden Hall
0: knew exactly where to go, right up the middle for the touchdown. Carter Cochran's extra point kick was good, and the Vikings led seven to nothing midway through the first quarter. Both teams traded possessions without scoring until sophomore Isaiah Casto stepped in front of a Brandon Lilly pass and returned it deep into Viking territory.
2: Second down and 10 from the Vikings, 39 near hash, 7 to nothing. Vikings lead it just under 11 minutes remaining here in the first half. Lilly's going to throw, rolling far side, throwing into coverage. Picked off, it's Casso at the 25. He has a lot of green in front of him, 40 across midfield. He needs he a block go. across the other 40, down to the 30, the 25, the 20. And he's tracked down with a great effort out there by Richmond,
0: to bring him down, as the Vikings come up with another big turnover. After the big defensive play by Casto, it only took the Vikings one play on offense and give to Caden Hall to find the end zone for the second time on the night.
2: Fifty-three yard turn for return for Casto. Here's Hall again, running over tacklers into the end zone, dragging tigers with him, pointing to the crowd. It's thirteen to nothing. The senior does not look like he's played three games in a week, Jeff. He looks really fresh. I think, uh, you know, you got those guys that get stronger as the game goes on. I think
0: the more games he gets in in a week, uh, the stronger he gets. Caitlin Lawrence connects on the extra point, and the Vikings led 14 to nothing in the early stages of the second quarter. The Tigers answered with an impressive drive spanning five minutes and 27 seconds that went for 80 yards on 13 total plays. With this TD pitch and catch, from a Lily to Hershberger.
2: Lily in the gun. He's going to play action. He's looking to his left. Floats it over the middle of the field into the end zone for the touchdown. Well designed play, Jeff. The Vikings left Hershberger uncovered. He walks in from eight yards.
0: Will Harmon's extra point kick was good, and the Vikings' lead was cut in half by a score of 14-7. to The Vikings, however, were not finished in the first half. They put together another impressive drive, this time 83 yards on 11 plays, when Stevens finds Caden Hall for his third touchdown of the first half.
2: Stevens looking to throw, under a little pressure flush near side, looking downfield. He's going to float it. He's got a man open. It's Ramsey! Excuse me, Hall into the end zone for the touchdown.
0: Lawrence once again connects on the extra point, and at the half, the Vikings led 21-7. Both teams traded consecutive turnovers on back-to-back possessions to begin the second half. Then Joey Ramsey finds the end zone for the first time on the night, this time from eight yards out.
2: Now I right, formation, Joey gets the pitch, turns upfield. he's going to walk into the end zone. Jeff, he got the pitch, he put his right foot in the ground, he looked at the, the hole that the Viking offensive line opened up. And he turned on the Jets, and if they were playing flag football, he still
0: would have scored. Carter Cochran connects on the extra point, and the Vikings led by three touchdowns late in the third quarter. The Viking offense capped off the night with a highlight reel catch made by tight end Blake Cummings. This catch made the Sports Center top ten list this week.
2: To Caden with 156 yards tonight, Mobley with 14, Mobley looking for his first touchdown. See if he gets it. I'm expecting. Here comes uh, Cummings, Jeff. Comes your tight end. Keep an eye on 89. High formation. Stevens under center. Play action. Looking to throw. There he is. Cummings. One-handed catch. Are you kidding me? Five. A right paw up in the air. He was ready, and he made the catch of the night. Touchdown, Viking! Wow.
0: Katie Lawrence connects on the extra point, and the Vikings led 35-7. The Tigers tacked on one more score late to make the final 35-14. At 5-2, the Vikings look for their third win of the season on Friday night at Memorial Stadium as the Berkeley Springs Indians pay their first-ever visit to Ripley High School. Game time is 7 p.m. You can hear all the action on C-98 beginning at 6.30 with the West Virginia Telecom countdown to kickoff. Join myself, Jeff Waybright, and Phil Iman for all the action.
1: The game was already in hand for the blue and white, but the right hand of Blake Cummings stole the show. His one-handed TD catch went viral and even made the Sports Center's top ten list. Brian Johnson sat down with Viking tight end Blake Cummings.
0: Now we have the tight end who was responsible for the Sports Center top ten catch, and that is none other than Viking tight end Blake Cummings. Blake, thanks for being with me, bud. Oh, it's awesome being here. Thank you for having me. What a catch, man! Uh, as you're uh, going to the to the line of scrimmage and, and looking what the defense is giving you, uh, walk us through that play a little bit uh, and just how it felt uh, after you realized what you had done.
3: Um. Yeah. So, we uh, we have a. Um... This play where we just we just the tight end goes out goes out for a route and the the um, we I heard a call in the defense they called pass here pass here and I just I went down the field caught the ball and it just it felt awesome
0: when you saw that catch on uh, on video and then you saw it on Sports Center how did that feel man what a what an amazing feeling that must have been
3: I was honestly mind blown i i did not think i'd actually make it
0: <laughs> well you did man and uh you know when you see that catch are you kind of somewhat uh surprised that you were able to come down with it i mean it, it's one of the better catches i've seen on any level of football right here at the high school
3: yeah I, I i don't know It i mean it was awesome it was awesome celebrating with my team
0: Get any cool nicknames out of it? Any of your teammates uh, come up with anything cool uh, like sticky fingers or any, any cool nicknames that uh, may come from it?
3: Well, um, yesterday actually during practice, um, the whole team was calling me Sports Center.
0: <laughs> as they should, Blake. Congratulations, man. A tremendous catch. And uh, best of luck the rest of the year as the Vikings make a push toward the playoffs. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: worked hard for her opportunity to be the holder on the viking field goal and pat units last week she got her chance and here's summer hartley got to be in the game last week you got a big
0: hold it was two girls out there making a kick happen for the vikings how cool was that
3: that was uh pretty exciting i can say it was nerve-wracking but once it happened it was really cool
0: i can tell how excited you were when you came off there and your teammates were excited for you that's got to make you feel good
3: yeah, it does. Uh, they support me a lot and just tell me to do my best. So when I did it, it felt really good.
0: What was going on between uh, you and Katie out there, having two females out there knocking an extra point through? Uh, you guys had to feed off of each other a little bit.
3: Uh, Yeah, right before I caught the ball, you know, we looked at each other and just smiled and nodded our head, you know.
0: Summer, thanks for the time. Best of luck the rest of the way. Congratulations. Yeah,
3: thank you so much.
0: The Berkeley Springs Indians have a record of 2-4, and four, but are on a two-game winning streak. Head coach Chip Breeden talks about Friday's trip from the Eastern Panhandle to
1: Ripley. We're talking with Chip Breeden, and he is the head football coach at Berkeley Springs High School. Coach, thanks for being with us today. Oh,
4: thank you for having me.
1: Coach, uh, under normal circumstances, Ripley and Berkeley Springs would probably never consider playing each other in a, in a football game. But this is 2020, so tell us a little bit about how this game uh, came about.
4: All right. Well, I mean, this is this is 2020, and it's it's a season of where schools have to be very flexible. Um, and I mean, we reached out to Ripley whenever. We went, whenever our county went gold, because how the how the state guidelines are, if once a county goes to the color gold, you can only play another gold county, and we reached out to Ripley High School, and they needed a game, we need a game, so we're like, well, we'll travel to Ripley this week.
1: Coaching a your ball club has put together a couple of really strong performances lately uh, against Hampshire and Magnolia, but I've been hearing really good things about your quarterback, uh, Gavin Barkley. Tell me about Gavin.
4: Uh, Gavin is in his – Gavin is a junior. Um, he actually took over the starting, the starting position probably about midway through his freshman year, and he's, he's been our starting quarterback ever since. And Gavin, Gavin does a really good job um, of being our quarterback. I mean, he he does he does see the field well, um, and he has he has a decent arm. I mean, so, but but he's a he's also a great kid in the classroom. He spends a lot of time um, watching watching film that we put on huddle. I mean, he. He he is a student of the game, but he's also a, he's also an excellent student in the classroom also.
1: And I've also been hearing about uh, your running back uh, Peyton Thompson, and he's put up some really impressive numbers.
4: Uh, he's he's had a couple. He has put together some good games, and I mean, I mean, all throughout his. I mean, I came. This here is my third year as head coach, so I, I've had Peyton now since his. Since his sophomore year, and you know, he's improved every year. He's a hard, he's a hard football player. Um, he's also one of our inside linebackers, as well as our running back. Um, but I mean, he he does he he finds the hole that the offensive line creates, and then he he just he just puts it into a second gear that that he has. I mean, but he he is he's also another another great kid who 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 just gives you his his 100% effort every single day in practice and also every single game, he leaves everything on the field. But
1: well, coach, I know you've had an opportunity to look at the Vikings on film. So, what what are your feelings about this matchup? Uh, this first-time matchup between the Vikings and the Indians?
4: Well, I can tell you um, from what we've seen on film. I mean, Ripley has Ripley has two really good running backs. I mean they they are they are they are the real deal. I mean, our main focus has has to be to try to try to slow them down. And, I mean, for us, we're going to do our best. I mean, just, just because we've, we've never faced each other, so all we have to go by is what we've seen on film. And, I mean, it, but it does look like that, that they are a run-dominant team, and, and, and the two running backs that they have are, are just really, really good, exceptional athletes.
1: Coach, thank you so much for talking with me, and good luck on your trip down to Jackson County on Friday.
4: All right, sir. Thank you very much.
1: He's battled injuries his entire career at Ripley High. This year has been a different story, though. He's been a big-time contributor on the Viking defense, and last week he was crowned Mr. Viking. Here's senior Isaac Parsons.
0: Welcome back to Ripley High School. Joined now by senior Isaac Parsons and uh, royalty, maybe I should call you now Mr. Viking, right? I guess so. <laughs> How good does that feel, man? Pretty cool. Uh, had a great game. I think you had nine tackles in that ball ballgame. Uh, you got a big win, and uh, it was homecoming, and you're Mr. Viking. Yeah, I mean, it just feels great all around, especially getting the win with the boys and and it's really an honor for the school to vote for me and Jaden. I mean, it's really cool. Did you have any inclination you were going to win, or was it a complete surprise? Well, what, what it was, Austin, like, his mom counts the votes, and he told me, he's like, yeah, I think you lost. So I was like, well, all right. Then when they announced my name, and then I got back to the sideline, i gave give him a the hard time about it. I said something about that. You guys were pushing on each other. I said, I'd like to be down there to know what was said because uh, I could tell there was an inside joke going on there. Yeah, that, yeah, that's <laughs> what it was. We were just giving each other a hard time about it. But you look at this year, It's been 2020 has been a weird year all the way around. But on the football field for you, man, it's it's been a good year. Yeah, well, I really appreciate it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Best of luck the rest of the way. No problem. Thank you. Lady Viking Volleyball split two matches with Riverside and Herbert Hoover on Wednesday and now focus on next week's sectional tournament at Parkersburg. The Viking Marching Band has entertained us all season long at home games from their halftime show to their post-game celebration playing the Ripley High Alma Mater. Now let's meet the 17 seniors in the pride of Jackson County.
3: Hey, my name is Monty Hera. I play tenor sax and I've been in band since fifth grade. Howdy, I'm Ryan Carter. I play baritone. I've been in band since 5th grade. Hi, I'm Lauren Trail. I play the alto saxophone, and I've been in band since 6th grade. Hi, my name is Leo Mollihan. I've been in band since 5th grade, and I'm the field commander. Hi, my name is Alexa Ranson, and I play the trumpet, and I've been in band since 5th grade. Hi, my name is Danica Grimm. I play clarinet, and I've been in band since 5th grade. Hi, my name is Reagan Bucklew. I play french horn. I've been in band since 5th grade. Hi, my name is Kennedy Akers. I play trumpet and I've been in the band since fifth grade. Hi, my name is Lauren Hall. I play trombone and I've been in band since fifth grade.
4: Hi,
0: my name is Ian Juniper. I play tuba and I've been in the band since fifth grade. Howdy, my name is Andrew. I'm the clarinet section leader and I've been in band for eight years.
3: Hi, I'm Jalen Best. I'm a collar guard captain. I've been in band for four years. Hi, I'm Mahala, and I'm a color guard captain, and I've been in band since fifth grade. Hi, my name is Emma Easterling. I'm in color guard, and I've been in band for three years.
0: He had a reputation of being a hard-hitting defensive standout for the Vikings in the early 70s. Mike Rubin talks with the Viking Football Hall of Fame inductee, Ronnie Steele.
1: There are five members of the Viking Football Hall of Fame to be inducted this season, and one of those is Ronnie Steele with the class of 1973, the football team of 1972. Ronnie, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. And Ronnie, you played uh, in the early 70s, as we mentioned, and you played for some interesting coaches. I know you started out as a sophomore under Ernie Moore, and he had to... And, uh, an interesting assistant, Corky Griffith. What was it like to play for Coach Moore and Coach Griffith?
5: Uh, I loved them both. They were uh, they were exciting to play for. And, uh, of course, you know Coach Griff.
1: He, was, uh, he made everything exciting. <laughs> and then when you were a junior and senior, I believe that you played for Coach Marcus McPhail, who was a, uh, Another member of the Viking Hall of Fame himself.
5: Uh, that's correct. Uh, Marcus was, I think that was Marcus's first head coaching job. Uh, he was young, and uh, we had a lot to learn. Uh, he, he, even in the, he had told me that uh, he wished he'd had a few more years' experience
1: when uh, he had us as a senior. Ronnie, I had uh, heard a story that, uh, and, and a lot of the coaches were pretty young at that time, but I heard there were a few practices when the coaches even put on the pads and went up against you guys.
5: Uh, yes. Uh, we had some uh, all issues with... Uh, some players, quitting and the coaches decided decided they were going to put their pads on and give us a chance to uh, to play some ball against them. And that that would have been uh, Coach Sure, uh, Coach Rawson, uh, Coach McPhail. Uh, let me see. I think uh, maybe Coach Hill at that time. And, and, uh, Coach Sure ended up in the hospital, and, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, they were, uh, they were in trouble.
1: Well, and it sounds like, and, and you guys had the reputation of, of having some hard-hitting players, guys like Jim Abshire and yourself, you had a reputation for being hard-hitting football players.
5: Well, uh, we, we had some good football players. Uh, and uh, we all love defense. We all love to hit. And uh, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good time,
1: Ronnie. When I look back on those teams, two games that stand out in my mind. One was your junior year, and that's when Winfield uh, had a, a tremendous winning streak, and Ripley came very very close to stopping that winning streak at uh, Memorial Stadium. Do you remember, remember that game? Uh, yes, real well. Uh, we had, uh,
5: two touchdowns called back. Uh, one due to, uh, the quarterback didn't have his mouthpiece in, and, uh, another one was, uh, they faked the ball to Kenny Howry, and he was running fullback. And I think it was Wayne Schaefer scored a touchdown, and they called back because they said they blew the whistle down, uh, Blow the whistle because they thought Kenny Howard had the ball, and uh, that was a that was a hard loss. But we we lost twenty one to twenty.
1: And I believe Winfield had about a thirty three game winning streak at that time. I I think I think that, that's correct. And then you got some revenge uh, your senior year. I believe that score was uh, ten to nothing in favor of the Vikings down at Winfield. Uh, that's correct, yes. Any other games uh, stand out in your mind, uh, Ronnie, during your playing days as a Viking?
5: Well, we were undefeated and going to play <laughs> DuPont. Uh, and that's Coach Griff at DuPont. DuPont ended up winning the, the, the championship uh, when they had, uh, I think it was Case Boat, and... Uh,
1: I believe Danny Williams won the Kennedy Award that year.
5: Yeah, Danny Williams, and then they had a real fast back. And uh, they started running options. We were ahead of them at one time, 14-7, to 7, and then... They started running the option and got around the end on us, and we got beat. But they were were a very good team.
1: They were indeed. And Ronnie, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me, and congratulations on being selected by your football peers to be inducted in the Viking Football Hall of Fame.
5: Well, thank you very much, and I'm uh, very honored.
0: Ripley High cross-country runners are competing Saturday afternoon for the West Virginia AAA State Championship. The Lady Vikings enter ranked fourth in the team standings, and freshman Ellie Hossafluke is ranked second individually and will be running alongside Jaden Casto, Opal Huffman, Tori Fisher, Haley McCune, and Emma Shockey. For the Vikings, Junior Chase Pepper is ranked 11th, and he'll be joined in
1: ONA by freshman teammate Max Meadows. We're talking with Viking freshman Max Meadows, a member of the Ripley High cross-country team, getting ready for the West Virginia State cross-country championships, and he is preparing along with his teammate Chase Pepper and the entire Lady Viking cross-country team. And Max, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Max, to, in order to qualify for the states, you had to run a strong race down in the regional championships in Huntington last week. Tell us how that went.
3: Yeah, I ran around a 1720, and I got ninth place, so I barely qualified, but I ran as hard as I could that day.
1: And now you come up for the uh, state meet. I guess it has to feel pretty special for you to qualify uh, for the states as a freshman runner. Yeah, it's definitely a little luck. And uh, and Max, you you not only uh, participate in one sport in cross country, but you also uh, played a vital role on the Viking soccer team this year. So how was it to juggle with your time, the practices between uh, playing two sports at the same time? I
3: was definitely a little lucky with um, scheduled conflicts, and I didn't get many.
1: And I'd practice about four hours a day. Wow. And so you're getting ready for the state meet down at uh, Cabell Midland High School in Ona. And have you thought about uh, what goals you set for yourself at the the state meet? Yeah, I'm hoping to just run my
3: own race, to run as hard as I can, and hopefully medal. Very good. Thank you, Max. Thank you for having me.
0: Remember... For all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.